Welcome to The Real Enneagram, A Spiritual Quest, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. Join us as we experience the vital teachings of Enneagram expert Dr. Joseph Howell, clinical psychologist and author of Becoming Conscious, The Enneagram's Forgotten Passageway. Relax as you are taken beyond personality typing to The Real Enneagram, The Spiritual Development of the Soul. Welcome back to a podcast sponsored by the Institute for Conscious Being entitled The Real Enneagram. A spiritual quest. We're such a good team at yeah, that. Yeah, we've got that. I know, it's so good. Well, today we have uh, a couple of guests with us that we're very excited about. Uh, we have Cy Moodyam returning. He was with us last week, and he shared with us last week his experiences with his own soul child and reconnecting to his own essence and it was so great being with him and listening to his stories. And I know that's it's very personal, and it's but it's so good for people to hear. So we appreciate you being here with us last week. But this week we have his better half, Nanette Moodyum. That is true. She is a registered nurse. She's also the director for St. Michael's Clinic here in Anniston, Alabama, that serves uh, the low-income community that uh, maybe are not insured. And she is also very actively involved as an elder at Word Alive International, which is the same church we spoke about last week with Sai, and uh, does a lot of teaching there. And uh, anytime you hear that she's going to be teaching, I highly recommend getting out and listening because she's, she's, she's great to listen to. So we're glad to have you both with us. We also have returning, as always, Dr. Joseph Howell. And I'm his sidekick, Erica Jobes, and uh, on the faculty for the Institute for Conscious Being. So, Dr. Hellman, to turn it over to you. All right. I'm, I'm just very glad that Cy and Nanette are here to speak uh, as a couple because um, we've done several individuals speaking about their soul child, including Nanette on a previous podcast and Cy on last week's podcast. And... I was just wondering, how has the soul child concept for each of you as individuals impacted your relationship to each other and to the other members of your family? Oh, I think Go I ahead. think it's been so um, so eye opening. Honestly, um, now I will say for Sai and I were. We're uniquely on the triangle, so yeah. you know that that's the 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 nine, the three, the six, and so uh, size ego type is a six, and mine is a nine, uh, which means we meet at the three. I, I, good for me, bad for him, um, you know. So uh, honestly, opening up our ideas to the idea uh, of. Uh, uh, that there is something deeper inside of us, the real us, our essence, as Dr. Joe refers to it, that it, it, it has helped us to know how to move and how to gauge our movements, I think, to yeah. how, we're, how we're doing emotionally and spiritually, uh, both together. Um, and uh, so, so that if we meet at the three, that may, that may be good and bad. Um, but also recognizing, I, I have found myself on several occasions encouraging Sai, like, okay, you're supposed to be moving towards me. Remember, <laughs> we're, we're, we're supposed to meet here at the nine. <laughs> Um, and so uh, it's it's just been an interesting way to frame um, some conversations and to uh, with real understanding. 
Would you agree? I, yes, I totally agree. Um, uh, I would use the word refreshing uh, mm. <laughs> in terms of uh, the freshness that brings uh, b- between the each of us in uh, how we interact. I mean, how we interact in dealing with our kids and our uh, because of where we come from, you know, where my ego is and where hers is um, and where her soul child is and where my soul child is. Um, uh, you know, especially with children, we see the most, most, uh, um, although they're older, we still see the most uh, significant um, uh, conscious interactions when it comes to kid kids. Um, for example, I want my son to do this and that, and 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 I'm worried about it because I know exactly I'm identifying myself as a six. So I'm I'm worried about what he's gonna do if he's in this situation. I wish he did that. Uh, the whole insecurity, all of those hit me, and, and then I suddenly rec- and then Nanette points to me and says, "Sai." You know, you uh, you know, just be conscious of what you're saying and what you're doing. You need to get towards my peaceful state, and then she immediately brings a certain way of for us to be consciously um, discussing an issue or consciously making certain decisions uh, that that moves me to that peaceful state. Make sense what I'm saying? Um, so. Uh, and, and so for her, uh, for her, it's the same way. Recognizing where I'm coming from allows her to point out in a very uh, calm way um, where I need to be going. And I don't get offended by it because I, I understand this triangle. I understand where my soul child needs to be. And it brings the best out of me. I mean, it it brings me to tears even when I when I... Uh, when I make the decision consciously based on my soul child, and then I see the reactions of my kids or reactions of Nanette with what I how I responded, and and I mean tears are not always sad. It's the tears of you know or or just thinking about it in a very personal way. The peace it brings. Oh my gosh, it, this is so good. Mm-hmm. I've, what I've just done. Um, so. I don't know what you, you know, you see that in me when we both interact? Yes, definitely. I can imagine if if you are in the average to unhealthy ego type six space and Nanette has moved in an unhealthy way to that six space as well, that your poor children are um, affected by maybe fears, your fears for them and your anxieties yeah. for them and you can probably think of every possible thing that could happen in the future that might not be perfect for them. Yes. Does that ring true? And yeah, our, uh, let's be clear. Our, our children are adults. I yeah. mean, they're they're well into their their twenties, um, late twenties, actually. Um, so, but I, if, gosh, if we had only known this while we were raising children, <laughs> I, I'm sure that's what my my kids wish now that that their parents had only discovered the enneagram while they were growing up. Um, I always thought our tension, our, our we we come from different cultures. I uh, was born and raised in India. Uh, me 
here in the deep south and so uh and so i i always thought we just had a cultural divide in our in our marriage because i had this um a very very strong three energy about achievement about success about um you know uh, what some people would term it a real asian mentality towards um towards child rearing uh, which has its many benefits um but for for, for me, for, so so he would be kind of pushing them and then at the same time be afraid and then i would i would be in this classic kind of nine style just like oh please the tension i really just want to check out of this room sigh please you know like uh, just laid back to to a, an absolute unhealthy state so um if we both move over into the six and a lot of fear then it, it was really bad so um yeah the, this it, it was definitely um our egos uh, and its and our pitfalls could most definitely have been very visible to anyone while we were raising kids. Um, yeah. I think they turned out okay despite it by the grace um, of God. But I think I think as I as I share and as uh, as you guys listen, really at the end of the day, one of the uh, greatest gifts of us walking along this path and understanding our our uh, uh, personnel and uh, especially our soul childs that has helped our kids we are a very open family so it it has made it really uh, powerful for them to listen from from us and they have now personally got involved um more and more uh, this uh, not only just a tool it's a it's a spiritual experience to walk through mm-hmm. so it's beautiful to see them recognize and see where their mom and dad i mean we are moving from mm-hmm. me and Nanette to our kids and how it's affected our family and uh, so it's beautiful to see them recognize and say dad dad <laughs> you know you're <laughs> you know that's really not the best of you, Dad, or or something. You know, we we have come to a stage. Uh, it's more very friendly, or there's a lot more friendship because of what this has brought into the family, and 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 especially if my family understand the vac- vocabulary of a soul child. So it has now really helped us in recognizing which what point of views we are coming from and where we can meet along the way. So I imagine there's a certain level of compassion that mm-hmm. this this information brings to the picture, you know, when Nanette's in her in her ego type nine state and she's feeling overwhelmed by the conversation in the room, it might be an opportunity for you to recognize that and yeah. And make a just a slight shift. I mean, if we're in our conscious state, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and for 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 our children to have this um, understanding of why their mom, you know, frequently checked out, mm-hmm. you know, and why I was considered the laid back parent, you know. <laughs> so there's a real rationale for that. Um, but and and it, it gives it gives a space really for grace for everyone in a family to recognize, you know, what we've all lived together for twenty plus years, and um, but 
and we should all technically be alike because we've had this shared space, but obviously we're very much individual people. You know, our children are not on the triangle at all. Our our daughter identifies as a one. Our son identifies as a four, which has their own exchange, of course. <laughs> um, but so for them to be able to kind of see that uh, for us to honestly begin to have understanding for them and for where they're coming from and why they're their ego would be motivated to to say and do things or um, it, it's just it's given us a lot of space for grace. Again, they're understanding us and we're understanding them in a way that, of course, when you understand, you have more compassion for one another. And so it's it's just it's so much wisdom to invite into a family. OK, so you said that your daughter has self-identified as an ego type one. Mm-hmm. What, when you learned that, and you might have had a, an idea before she self-identified, but when you learned that, what was your biggest, what, what was your biggest moment or your biggest aha moment with her in learning that she was that ego type one? Where did, I, I realized, how did that change anything? I realized how hard she is on herself, okay. you know, and I, um, and why she appears to be hard on everybody else sometimes, but it's really, it starts with her and it, it, um, it, it made me want to be really um, sensitive to that because I don't I don't want to be a part of being any harder on her than she's already on herself, mm-hmm. and uh, and so it just gave again it was under it was it's it's understanding sadly it's understanding a human being that you've shared space with their whole life, mm-hmm. you know. Do you remember? her as her soul child yes and can you tell us about what she was like yeah um her soul child is at a seven and i i yeah i i the joy that jasmine had and the um the abandon i i will start crying i mean she just she was a really joyful you know no no boundaries no energetic um and uh you know my Unfortunately, I'm I'm sure that we did a good job in making sure she got an ego in place, um, you know, because uh, because there's no room in the world for the, for that much sevenness and uh, and so uh, yeah she yeah she, I, she I, remember, I remember I um, remember her now you know understanding this um, understanding the enneagram and the tool and what it has enabled us I can remember her always wanting to be so i mean like it's like a, a young ca- calf that <laughs> just run you know jumping and she was so and she wanted to share it with everybody else around and i used to be going into the more now looking at myself i was like oh that's too much fun mm-hmm. or there was this fear if you let loose what might happen so now i can i can imagine i mean like i mentioned to you in different stages as I'm walking through this whole with this tool, I'm recognizing that's that was my personality that kind of jumped in and said, "Oh, that's too much fun. She's putting too much time into that kind of activity or what she was trying to exude." Do you look at Nanette as her soul child or her ego type? And if you look at both of them, how can you define what percentage of time you attend to her in either one of those? Um, 
it, Don't it's be a, too hard on me now. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a, it's a, it's a. I, I, as a couple, since we under, since especially me, since I've understood what soul child is and what her personality is, I really have want her to be that three. You, you know, um, you can do it. You can do it instead of her being which we talk about laziness or whatever. Not that I would call her lazy, but on the other hand, it's it's more of trying to encourage her to be the best that she has been designed to be. Wow. Um, and uh, and because I because I am an escapist. Yes. You know, I am a I will check out on you, and 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 he knows that. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm just. Just yesterday, you know, we were we were at an event. I mean, it was a great event. She does some great work with a, a nonprofit uh, that she works with, and the 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 Hispanic community wanted to not just honor the clinic, but also honor really her and her team in what they have done. So they did a fundraiser, and there she was. She could have taken up the lead role if she wanted to. But she just felt, nah, that's too much work, or that's too much this, or too much. Instead, she would, you know, she would just draw back from it. So I am there not to beat her up on it, but at the same time, nudging her to to say, you can do this, you can do this. So I think, I mean, is that a good way of expressing? I, I, I'm able to push her to what she's did not be pushy but at the same time uh help her more uh in that direction of a soul child so you really do understand when Nanette's operating out of ego type and out of soul out of soul child what about could you describe what you notice about Mm -hmm. Sai in his two realms Mm -hmm. there I, I, Sai spends a lot of time in in a in a nine. He he's very gifted in the soul child. Um, he's brought an immense amount of uh, peacemaking to my family, um, uh, and in, in in the business that he works in, and and in much of the work that he does. But um, but yes, I can. De- I un- unfortunately he's. He spent a lot of time as a six and as a as maybe a disintegrated three while raising kids. It was a, a raising our children was a really fearful endeavor for Sai. Um, there was a lot of attempt to control and um, it, it's we've probably had an easier time moving into our 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 soul child because our children are grown. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of helped that 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 demand is not on us. I I, I do hope though, you know that. In in future endeavors and challenges that may be similar to child rearing, um, that we would we we would spend more time in our in our soul child essence in the strength of that. And I think because of our awareness, I mean, as Sai referenced my fundraiser yesterday, um, it, that to to have a social demand on me for the for the hours that we did you know it was a long day we had we had prep and then from 10 to and then we didn't get home till maybe almost nine we had another function to go to after that um and i that will that just spins me because i i'm i'm a hermit really by nature um and so 
and I kept telling Sai in the preparation this week, like, I, I'm telling myself, I'm made for this. Like, I can do this. I There's a three in me. And I, I, I can do this. But to still recognize that you're, you're, there's a certain struggle in that ego to say, how do I let go of who I think I am? to be who I really am. And I'm, and, and I, for me, I recognize that that is the, the idea, uh, of holy love, um, that that is my bridge to, to the three and that, um, there, there's some connect that has to happen in there where, uh, where I receive that, uh, in order to be that, but it is a process, which is, which, as we've talked about before, um, we know is this, we only get there through spiritual practice. Um, there, that's the only way to really, you can't just knowing this doesn't make it automatic. Like, okay, I'm a nine, but I should be a three size a six, but he should be a nine Uh, until we do the, the work, the uh, God's work, the spiritual work there, there is, then you're just, you just recognize the chasm between you and three, you know, the chasm between you and your soul child, um, because you really do have to find that spiritual bridge. One of the things I have recognized in, in our walk, especially having become conscious of the soul child, is I'm finding that I know um, maybe I'm speaking to a few people who need to listen and be transparent about them. I find myself that I am I am I operate in the soul child when I'm uh, when I am with people and situations outside of my family. Mm. That's interesting. <laughs> and I find myself in a more disintegrating state when I am with the people closest to me. Oh. And I'm finding that to be very powerful revelation to myself in in trying to recognize what is important. You know, is so. I, I know I'm, I'm I'm I might be going too spiritual with this, but I just feel that it's very useful for you as you listen to this. I believe that as you go on this journey and and dig deeper. I think you need to recognize that sometimes we have two faces to this. One with your closest people and one when you're interacting with the world. And I think once I have gotten that um, uh, that re- uh, realization, I think I am, I am being very um, conscious about thinking what is important. <laughs> you know, which is the bigger thing is it the ones the closest or the one were just all around you makes sense dr joe makes perfect sense and thing about it is the the family is the crucible um where our deepest bonds are really worked out which really connect to what are our spiritual issues that we're working out in this life and we can't do that serious work with superficial relationships it's only the very close ones mm-hmm. um they're not always just biological family they are people who are soul relatives mm-hmm. and um uh, that those bonds are tremendous and they call for us to return to the soul 
uh, to our vulnerability. Um, and what we most often do is remain protected from the people who know us best, and the protection we use is our ego, our ego type. Mm-hmm. So you're so right in pointing that out that our job with our families is to shift from ego type to soul. And the beautiful way of doing that is to know that we do have a soul child and that we have a bridge to that soul child called our holy idea. Yeah. How, how is our holy idea that bridge? I mean, speaking to Sai and his situation where he feels like often he is experiencing his ego type with his closest relationships with Nanette and his children. What is that bridge for him? The bridge for sixes, um, all sixes, ego-type sixes, have the holy idea of holy strength and holy faith. That's the idea that their soul child was most connected to and lived out of. That's also, because of the virtue of that fact, it's also the idea that because the soul child was sealed off, that is the idea that we're least connected to in our ego type. So in remembering our holy idea, we are literally remembering how we used to live when we were in soul. Which for Sai was in faith and, and with, and with yeah. divine strength. And that's absolutely so true. And I think Nanette can um, say that as well, is uh, is when things don't happen to us and we both discuss this quite often i wish this or i wish that mm-hmm. i seem to walk on that bridge of that holy idea of strength and faith because i say just trust just trust it's going to be okay um and and it's you know i'm not all the way there all the time and ever since i've discovered this path it was a natural before i used to say that before but now i'm conscious that's what gets me to the best place i need to be and so that as i walk that bridge like he talked about of strength and faith i find the best of me coming out uh, the most encouraging part of me coming out, um, uh, uh, the most p- peaceful place that I need to be at saying, I have done the best, but I have faith that somehow it's all going to work out okay. And that's when I tend to hold Nanette's hand and say, hey, it's going to be okay. So so this journey, I mean, I encourage you. I think one of one of the things that distinguishes when uh, when Dr. Joe, whenever he says spiritual quest, it's just so good that it's not about about personality quest. It's truly it's truly a spiritual quest mm-hmm. because with the examples I've shared you, you know, with a personality quest, you can go about and figure out how you interact with the superficial, if if it makes any sense. It's the people how you you really don't care to know them, but you just kind of know who who they which basket they fall into. With this, it's been more inner work 
with the people who are closest and mean something to you. And then that, when it shows to the people around you, it automatically uh, projects uh, a, a certain essence or a certain automatic peace mm -hmm. that comes to them. They recognize it. And automatically, it brings about, in my case, it brings about... Uh, uh, it puts the same faith I have or the same strength I have. I, I see that coming out of them too. Mm. Makes sense? It makes a lot of sense. Um, did you want to go to... You know? No, I, I, I think what Sai is saying is, is so true in that um, we're not trying to be the best version of our ego um, I, I've heard you yes. talk about this, Erica, yes. that we're not, you're not trying to be the best eight you can be. It doesn't work. Um, you know, we can de obviously we can become more aware and try to function at the highest level of ourselves because we're never going to get out of this ego. There, there are certain strengths to this ego. Why would we let those strengths go when we've, we finally maybe mastered them? Um, but at the same time, we, we, what, what we really know is that our greatest development, our greatest spiritual development is found at rediscovering ourselves at the soul yes. child. And that if we can walk that path of our holy idea, um, that we can find our way there and that then we can have this beautiful alchemy um, that brings the two together, the best of our ego, the best of our essence. And then then we really do have a chance at making this world a better place. And hopefully it starts with our family. Well, she, she put it well. Yeah, she I, 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 I don't think I can add anything more to it, um, uh, to what she just did. So it's been a beautiful journey for us. Uh, we encourage couples um, especially couples, you know, we see uh, to to walk this together. I mean, what we have found the joy and and the just joy in self discovery, and not only that, it's a journey uh, of when two together walk it. It's 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 fun to find out, you know, what God made you to be and how to make that work with two people and a family together. It's just been an incredible journey. Thank you, Dr. Joe. And it's amazing to know at that place that Nanette was describing that we are so loved mm. and so held mm. just mm. the way we were made, yeah. just mm. the way we were created, mm. and that we don't have to achieve anything. We don't have to be someone else. We. It's not about our career it's not about anything that we've identified with. It's about that essence that's deep within us that was divinely created, and that is where we're loved. And that is why at that place we feel peaceful yeah. and we feel whole. Yeah, I described to the uh, I described to the client, uh, uh, to to our group um, recently. I just tell it was so hard to understand this concept of bridge. So I suddenly got it when uh, on one of those occasions. I said, well, I'm at six, but I'm a soul child nine, and I got to go on this journey along the bridge, and I, I just couldn't think about it. But when you're conscious of who you are and and you're conscious of where you what you were created to be, 
you will never get to a complete i will never get to a complete 9 ever that's not the point the point is you're journeying through this matrix or journeying through this whole process so you find that bridge to go there once you get there you need to go somewhere else and then you are actually going up on this spiral which is a whole another <laughs> uh whole another um, idea not idea it's it's real you know uh instead of being a flat circle you're actually on a spiral that means you're going up all the time um and, and that's a beautiful a beautiful way of but you'll get there i don't want to i don't want to share too much or uh of it because you can see my excitement i mean as a family i mean that's the whole point of this podcast is it's been extremely powerful tool for us to walk from just being personalities to what um what we are called to be at birth oh that's amazing yes Thank you very much for coming today. We appreciate it. And we'd like to we'd like to invite our listeners to join us again next week uh for our next podcast. And thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for being with us today. Check out our website at www.theicb.org. That's t h e i c b.org. If you have questions you would like to have answered on this podcast, just email us at the address on our website, theicb.org under contacts. And if you would like to attend one of the conferences or other events of the Institute for Conscious Being, you will find these presentations on our website under events.